AviationPros.com is the portal website for AMT, airport business, and ground support worldwide magazines. Visit daily for breaking news, industry blogs, and insightful articles from our magazine's editorial team. And don't forget to sign up for our publication's daily e-newsletters. It's all at AviationPros.com. Hello and welcome to the Aviation Pros Podcast. I'm Christina Marsh, Editor of Airport Business, and today I'm joined by Airport Business Editorial Director Joe Petrie to discuss the 2023 North American Airfield Equipment Condition and Power Plant Report. Airfield operations are one of the most critical areas of airport services when it comes to keeping the public safe and the runways open. The purpose of the report is to help airport leaders understand how investing in airside equipment can keep their facility up and running and inform suppliers about what airports need. This report serves as a barometer of the current state of airside equipment in North America and how leaders at airports of all sizes are gauging investments in their future fleets. So Joe, tell us why is it important that airports airports invest in new AOA equipment? Well, right now we're in a pretty pivotal time in North America. Uh, We see a major influx of investment money coming from the feds with the uh, bipartisan infrastructure law, which has created a unique opportunity for airports to rethink how they're investing in their equipment. Um, A lot of the infrastructure challenges are being funded, so it's another way to think about the way that they're looking at their fleets and how they're making that investment now. So what we found with this report and talking to some of the airports out there that they are using this opportunity to address some of those challenges now, especially to given we're at a precipice in terms of fuel usage. Uh, are people going to stick with diesel? Are they going to go to a different alternative? Electrification is a big one. Uh, they're trying to find their way into the world and how they're going to take things to the future. And really, there's no better time than right now, uh, knowing what we know and that there is the additional uh, funds available to in the market. So can you dive into some of these factors that are making it necessary for airports to invest in new equipment? You know, it's funny. The best thing that's happened so far since the end of the pandemic is the travel boom when it comes to airfield equipment. Uh, Over and over again, from some of the people that we spoke to, increased capacity, number one, with a bullet. That's the reason that they're going into this, that they have to get more equipment. They have more flights, uh, both BizAv and, you know, commercial that people are out there getting around and they need the equipment to keep up. They need to keep the airfield safe. Uh, They need to keep everything moving. And really that's the number one driver. Number two is we're seeing a little bit of a sea change in the market from the manufacturing side of things where we've heard over and over again, where there's starting to be a bigger challenge when it comes to getting parts for any of the maintenance of it. So they're trying to find who can get the parts available to them. And that's having a big influence because when equipment's starting to get towards the end of life, uh, you have to ask that big question, who do I stick with? And we're finding over and over again, without naming any specific manufacturers, that there are People basing some of their future decisions on what they're going to buy just on the service that they're getting today in terms of what they're finding and getting in the spare parts to keep the equipment moving. What role do airport operations play in keeping an airport safe? And how does airside equipment help assist those airports in keeping them safe? Airside equipment is the most essential aspect of keeping the airfield going. Uh, This 
the airport's got to make sure that no matter what's going on in the world, uh, they have to have an open airfield. They have to have flights uh, coming and going, and they got to be able to keep it going in a safe manner. So we're seeing a bit interesting challenge that the majority of the airports that were in our report noted that they're actually seeing more extreme climate shifts because of climate change. And this is impacting the way that they're looking at their equipment and what they're purchasing now. Uh, this means some areas are experiencing heavier snowstorms. Uh, they're having really rough winter weather, ice storms. Those are starting to be more of a bigger challenge. They need better snow equipment that can keep on top of it. Um, we just saw what happened this year in Buffalo uh, coming off the lake. I mean, it was historic blizzards that they had all winter. Um, these are not these are getting more common these types of storms all over the country. California was another one that got really hit this year. Um these all play into different factors of the changing climate out there. So it's really important for them to start thinking about these things uh in terms of how they can keep the airfield safe and moving. Um and the same goes that uh, more in the southeast specifically according to our respondents. They're seeing a lot more flooding incidences and um this is requiring more uh, overall repair to the airfield, and that's where it's becoming more essential that they it, get involved with uh, better airfield equipment investment. What challenges are airports facing in keeping up with the airside equipment? Number one is parts. Uh, spare parts are a challenge to get at. Uh, number two, which isn't as bad as it used to be, is we're seeing... Equipment's old, but it's not as old as it once was. There has been a significant investment over the last few years. I do believe the pandemic did help with that. Talking to some of the people that we spoke to as that respondents in the survey, uh, some did mention that was part of it with additional federal funding out there. Uh, they've been able to get rid of a lot of their old fleet. And by them getting rid of some of their old fleet, uh, that means people that are buying the used equipment from them are upgrading their fleets as well, which is getting a lot of the really old equipment out of the system. So what that's doing is it's changing the dynamic in what we have out there. Um, the, there's a huge difference. I mean, it's no secret to anybody out there that's listening that's operated a, a broom that's five years old versus one that's 15 years old how big of a difference that is in servicing the airfield. So I think it's really interesting right now that they are getting themselves up to date all the way along the whole food chain when it comes to uh, this type of equipment and what they're using and that they are bringing everything up into a, uh, a newer type of technology and understanding their needs uh, going forward. So what does airport leadership need to know and what do suppliers need to know? The big thing for airport managers is that they need to understand, number one, they're not alone with their challenges. Uh, it's uh, probably no secret when you talk to your peers out there, but it's really apparent when you look at the industry as a whole. It's difficult for change. We know that change is happening. We know that change is coming in the type of technology. I will say right now, uh, it's more than apparent that this industry is not ready for electrification as a whole. Uh, there's no one factor to look at for this. It's a entire nation that didn't really think much about full widespread electrification of its infrastructure, and it's coming fast, especially because the technology is maturing on the airfield. But the problem is, is that our airports are not ready for it. And this is where there needs to be a more educational purpose in a way for airport leaders to find ways they can make a conscientious effort to 
uh, address this in their community. And the same goes for suppliers as well, for the fact that they need to recognize this and know that, yes, they are putting out very reliable equipment that's electric right now, very impressive equipment that it all rights and means it's the future of this aviation market. But the challenge is, is that their airports that they're going to in a lot of cases may like it outside of some of them that have are very heavy on their electrification efforts, but there are some that are interested in it, but the, the infrastructure isn't there. And I think what they need to understand and hopefully talk to their people about is discussion of a more holistic approach to electrification and helping get more of a roadmap to that goal out there for a lot of these different airports. If they're in a community where electrification, you know, a lot of these sustainability efforts may not be of top of mind, but the airport management itself knows that there is a lot of benefits that come with electrification down the line, just in reduced costs and operation. They need to be able to work hand in hand and collaboratively to try and come up with a way that they can help find that plan and find step one where it starts with a master plan or talking with uh, the local utilities or government leaders and how they go. And that's really what I want to see out of this, especially what we're seeing as part of this report. So what can equipment manufacturers do to help meet the needs of airports? They need to really understand their challenges as a whole. They need to know what is realistic to them and what their biggest challenges are. If it's spare parts and you're having a hard time getting them, I mean, this is no longer a supply chain issue post-pandemic. I mean, we're we're past the pandemic quite a bit. Uh, it's They need to understand that they're having a difficult time finding these things, and they need to understand uh, how they're addressing this going forward. They also need to understand how they're addressing these new emerging technologies out there. Again, one of the things that may not be a surprise to this is that when looking at a lot of this new electric equipment, one of the biggest concerns we see over and over again is maturity, which equipment that's electric has been mature. It's it's nothing new. It's just new in terms of an AOA thing. And they don't understand it because there's not a lot of different manufacturers on the on the market right now. So they need to be able to find a way to communicate these things to the airports and understand if they're going to make this push, if we're going to truly transform the airside operations across the North America, how can we communicate these things better to people other than just trust me, it works. Uh, I know that comes with examples. Uh, it's trying to find better examples of how it's working out there. It's It comes with addressing a lot of the fears of the unknown that a lot of these airports have and these airport managers. Uh, we all know that there's not a lot of benefit to taking risks for a lot of airport managers, uh, but they need to see there's a difference between risk, risk and wise investment uh, going out there when it comes to embracing this next generation of technology. So Joe, where can people go to find more information? You'll be able to find this information at aviationpros.com, the home site of airport business. Also, if you check in your mailboxes, you'll be seeing it delivered to people that are already subscribers to airport business uh, who regularly are getting our research products available to them free to download. Thanks again for listening to today's podcast. Stay up to date on industry news, current issues, and information specifically for airports, airport operations, FBOs, and airport-based business by subscribing to Airport Business Daily Newsletter. And as always, please continue to visit aviationpros.com.